0: It's Friday, May 5th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, is there anything worse than an uppity, pretentious homeless person? Plus, an African pastor raising the living. Canada's first hardcore drugstore closes after only one day in business. And pasta in the woods, part two.
1: Fuck a little crack. Fuck a little dick. Fuck a little crack. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. And it told me to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. Yeah, fuck my fucking armpits. Yeah. Oh. Fuck it. I feel it in my fucking cunt. My cunt is fucking burning. Oh, no. oh, there you go there. Oh,
2: Suck a little dick You crammed down shit And you bite he won't even buy you uh, some shrimp from Long John Silver's. And what that plate, what, $2.99? Well, he can give you a, a, a mouthful of sperm and a rectum full of sperm. And all he's offering you is a side of penis. Women actually let these men put all type of acrobatic maneuvers and wrestling holes on them and stand up all in their vagina and whip their vagina
1: with the penis. I first dropped acid when I was 18. I looked down at the hot dog and there was a face on it. And he started telling me that I couldn't eat him.
2: I need my inhaler. A mouth full of sperm. I'm in a rectum full of sperm. My name is Victoria and I'm 15 years old and I don't care what my mama says, I'm gonna have a baby.
3: Be quiet and I'll give you a Xanax. Shut up. Well, I have vaginal sex with my miniature stallion. Uh, he's not a whole lot
2: larger
1: than most humans. I, li- I like to suck on him orally, and he exp- especially enjoys that. And Bye.
2: Yeah. Yes. 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 Dick, I'll make you slap somebody in the face. i can make you lose control. Yes. we yes. can make you pull a gun and shoot somebody in the damn face. We're all open arms and porn. We'll take you, even if you're retarded. Yes. I'm a
1: vampire.
2: I'm a very polite vampire. It's the Distorted View show with
1: Tim Hansen. I'm going to touch the feces and masturbate with it. We're
2: gonna rape this
1: young man, aren't really we?
2: That really gave me tranny baby fever. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Yes,
0: Tim Henson, back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great one for you today. I've got a bunch of little audio clips to share with you that are pretty funny, including one that was filmed by a DV listener. This was just posted in the Discord by SlappleBags. I got a kick out of it because uh, it has to do with fast food, specifically Jack in the Box. I don't, have I been bitching about Jack in the Box to you lately? Is that why he submitted this? Because I have had some encounters at the Jack in the Box getting the wrong food. Now, a lot of this stuff I can overlook. You know, when I ask for no lettuce and no tomato and just generally nothing healthy on my burger... And I get at home and there's both lettuce and tomato. Uh, Am I a little annoyed? Sure. But I can pick shit off. I've got fingers. The issues with fast food go so much deeper. And I know, you know, I always get the email or voicemail saying, Tim, don't eat it. Fast food is not good for you. The last thing you need is fast food. I agree. I get it. But to me, it beats sitting in a kitchen and cooking food for a half hour, hour. How long does it take to cook a fucking meatloaf? Yeah, well, I've got a McDonald's that's, like, two minutes down the road. I get hungry. Next thing you know, I've got a bag of semi-warm food stuff. The issues always come down to the employees. Like, the last time I went to McDonald's, every single employee was outside on their 15-minute smoke break, I guess? And, like, no one was running the drive through or cooking food. We just all had to sort of just wait, and the line was piling up. Eventually the line snaked around the McDonald's And I guess the employees got annoyed that, you know, car lights were shining in their face or something And so they decided to go back inside and, I don't know, work or whatever Now, uh, over at Jack in the Box, and I think this is why the listener uh, submitted this video uh, I ordered a couple of their premium, like, ribeye burgers Oh, it's a good cut of meat These, these burgers are formed out of Angus, T-bone, sirloin That's how they get away, you know, charging $10 for the the burger. Anyway, uh, whatever the hell they handed me was not that. My running theory right now is the worker didn't want to cook up any more meat. He was done for the night, so they just started looking on the floor for anything that may have fallen down over the past week or two that he could sort of dust off and lay a piece of cheese on top. I received the, the, the tiniest shriveled up. It was like jerky. I'm pretty sure I talked about this, and on the show notes, uh, I uh, included a picture, like a side-by-side of what I was supposed to get and what I actually got. It, it's shocking. This is one of those few times where I was like, enough is enough. I'm taking a stand. I am going to write a strongly worded letter to the Jack in the Box Corporation. They must receive thousands of these like from unhappy customers every day. It's fucking fast food. Anyway, I sent off my strongly worded letter and I got notification that, uh, yes, they did in fact receive it and then nothing for like two weeks. Finally, yesterday, I got a response saying, I hope we've resolved your issue. I'm like, no, you haven't done any, you haven't said anything, reached out to me, sent me a coupon, nothing. Brings me to slap bags here. This poor guy had to wait for his food for an excruciatingly long time. Looks like it took a long time for the food to be made. And then when he went to pay, their cash register system was rebooting or something. But that's not even the real point of the video. The poor worker here is at his wit's end. Dealing with a fellow employee, a real bitch, who threw this man's phone into a bucket of ice. For reasons I don't think we ever truly... Understand. Now the phone won't work. On a females. So we start with the with the employee complaining the slap apple bag here about uh females. On females.
2: Oh, I spiked them so bad.
0: <laughs>
2: nah, it's a curse from God, bro. Maybe I can tell my old man. You're a fucking curse from the devil himself. <laughs> Do you have bacon also right like there. Nope. No, he
0: doesn't have the bacon burger. Nothing has been handed to him yet. He's getting more and more agitated. Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> some real comforting words from Slap Apple Bags there. Eh, what are you going to do? I'll tell you what you can do. Murder. Kill all the bitches. <laughs> curse. <laughs> I swear to God, women are a curse. Come on. Just do some gay shit. Just try it. Just try to suck a little dick. <laughs> Uh
2: I'm not in the mood Just go over there and work
0: Yeah, I I heard a woman's voice It's probably the chick who uh, Threw the phone in the ice bucket don't Don't
2: worry about the phone I don't care right now I just want to be left alone I don't want to be Messed with right now Go over there
0: And she just won't leave It's like she doesn't want to de-escalate the situation It's more important for her to talk And get her point across But he could easily fly into a rage Grab the back of her hair And like slam her face in the french fryer or something That's a possibility at the the jack-in-the-box Bye, hello, bye Get the fuck out of my face, bitch So now he just sort of, uh, he hangs his head out of the drive through window so he won't be face-to-face with the co-worker who is annoying him. She eventually walks away.
2: God, I wish God wouldn't have created a fucking <laughs> dumb species.
0: <laughs> this interaction goes on for like four minutes or so. I mean, I don't know how long Slap Apple Bag here was waiting for his food prior to this. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries.
2: <laughs> I, I Me, mean, when it comes to my stuff, I'm real protected of it.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want my phone thrown in a nice
2: bucket either. And I take care of my stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, certainly. It's just like if this was mine, <laughs> somebody end up scratching it, I'd, I'd end up going off. Yeah it's, uh, oh, yeah, it's reasonable to be upset
0: about this, sir. It goes on a little more, but I think you get the idea. There's always shit going down at the jack-in-the-box. The The other uh, food-related clip I have to share with you today, this was posted by You Know I'm Right in the Discord. I love it because uh, we've got a very entitled, picky homeless man. He was given some free food, you know, because he can't afford it. He's homeless. He got some food from the shelter, and he's just, like, complaining about everything.
3: Hi guys, this is the meal that I got today from the Fred Victor homeless shelter Let's open up and see what it is. This is
0: a homeless shelter mukbang. <laughs> now that is something I would watch on YouTube. It would be awesome if homeless shelters were like, we'll give you even more food if you promised to film yourself eating it and post it on YouTube. You know, for content, they could do like a homeless shelter hobo spicy ramen noodle challenge. Which food insecure person could eat the most spicy ramen noodle? The winner gets a week's stay at a local hostel, right? That's pretty nice for someone living on the streets. We could just make homeless people eat a bunch of food uh, and see who pukes first? Or uh, make them eat disgusting food? All the possibilities are endless. I really need to start doing more stuff with homeless people. It's a content goldmine.
3: Hi, guys. This is the meal that I got today from the Fred Victor homeless shelter. Let's open it up and see what it is. Okay, so we have one styrofoam container here. We have one... Uh, oatmeal, styrofoam container here, here as well. There's some plastic utensils.
0: I think he would prefer it if it was all biodegradable. Here we've got two
3: um, packages of ketchup. Before I open up, see what's inside. The styrofoam, uh, Fred Victor, is not environmentally friendly. Can you guys use eco-friendly packaging? I think that'd be a much wiser choice. Same with the utensils. A lot of people in the comments have said, "Jack, can you recommend to, to Fred Victor to use single-use utensils and not plastic ones? Maybe wooden ones. I think that's how—that's the um, wise alternative."
0: I mean, I guess in a perfect world, we'd all be using biodegradable single-use utensils and containers and stuff, but you're at a a homeless shelter, right? They don't have a lot of money. You have no money. They're going to use whatever's the fucking cheapest so they can provide you with food so you may live. There's two ketchup packets.
3: I won't get into that, but obviously ketchup is.
0: (laughs) He has a whole thing. Look, I'm not going to get into ketchup packets today. Those fucking things set me off. Oh, I've got a lot to say about ketchup packets. I'll save that for my next video. Guys, make sure to smash that like button. (laughs) You know, he's Jason Clout. All right, I got to hear this ketchup thing again. There's
3: two ketchup packets. I won't get into that, but obviously ketchup is, um, long, long, long um, story, guys.
0: Oh, I'm so curious about the ketchup. That's the only thing I want to know about.
3: Ketchup has uh, tomatoes, and not only are tomatoes out of season, and, um... Also high sugar. But well, Let's open up this container and see what's inside the main meal.
0: Tomatoes are out of season. He really has nothing nice to say about this food that was provided to him. Guys, typically I would prefer my ketchup fresh <laughs> from ripened in season tomatoes. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy has to shit in an alleyway up against a wall. He hasn't been able to change his socks in three months. They are fused to his skin. I love that we haven't even really got to the food yet. We're, we're still just looking at the packaging.
3: Well, let's open up this container and see yes. what's inside, the main yes. meal. Here we've got two unshelled um, hard-boiled eggs and some potatoes here.
0: I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it, it doesn't look that appetizing. It's not exactly a meal in the traditional sense. You got some home fries and a couple eggs that are still in the shell, okay? Uh,
3: Fred Victor, you guys forgot to de shell or unshell the eggs. Uh, please try to remember for next time to unshell them. I really appreciate that. The potatoes are they're just potatoes. Yes, yeah, you know, these are the carbohydrates. This is, this is not healthy food for sure. If we're gonna go by Dr. Gundry, Dr. Cruz, so on and so forth. But at the same time, I think we need to give. Um, Fred Victor, like the opportunity to improve and, and and they need some time to obviously change their procedures and processes. And so it takes time to achieve excellence and to move towards it for sure.
0: <laughs> I don't think shelters are trying to achieve excellence when it comes to food shelters. Good enough is good enough. And look, I'm not trying to make fun of the ho- well, I am trying to make fun of this particular homeless guy, but I'm sure if this shelter could provide better food or you know more gourmet cuisine, they'd. They would, but they're trying to feed a lot of homeless people, so they can't um, you know, provide a five-star dining experience.
3: And in this container here, let's open this up, see so what's inside. Ooh, yeah. This is oatmeal. Oatmeal is one of the, I think it's one of the most dangerous foods, according to Dr. Gundry.
0: I don't know who Dr. Gundry is. But I know that Dr. Brimley says oatmeal is an important way to start the day.
2: You know, when I was a kid and got a hold of a nickel, I thought I was rich.
0: Wilford, come on, buddy. Read the
2: room. We've got a homeless guy here. I didn't turn up my nose at Penny's either. Today, some folks won't even <laughs> bend to pick him up. You hear that homeless dude? Even Wilford Brimley says you're being
0: ungrateful. You're probably one of those uppity homeless guys. Oh, a penny's not good enough for
2: you. Well, here's a bowl of steaming Quaker oatmeal. And I can't think of a healthier way to start today. day. Uh, not according to Dr. Gundry. Cost you one nickel. And four pennies So if you can't be bothered with nickels <laughs> Or
0: absolutely nothing if you're homeless And you're getting it from a shelter Meanwhile, you still bitch and complain about it Now, uh, let Wilford give this homeless man Some
2: financial advice here So if you can't be bothered with nickels and pennies Throw them in a jar yeah. Start an oatmeal fund Yeah. Quaker Oats It's the right thing to do Not too expensive either
0: Look, uh, a place to live, a car That may be all out of your reach But if you start an oatmeal fund, that's something that's achievable. It's all about baby steps and building blocks. Think about it. This guy saves up his money. Eventually, he's able to buy oatmeal. He's going to feel good about himself. I did this. I was able to buy this with my own money. This is all he needs is a little confidence, I think, right? So, dude, please don't talk down to oatmeal. It's
3: one of the—I think it's one of the most dangerous foods, according to Dr. Gundry. Dr. Gundry says that um, the oatmeal has high lectins.
0: See, now I thought lectins were good. I will say the oatmeal does look a little disgusting. It's—it's uh, it's plain, right? And he goes on to state give him a little brown sugar for Christ's sakes. That
3: uh, the oatmeal is also toxic. That's why I try to avoid the oatmeal. can't really do anything with this. So he's
0: not going to eat the oatmeal. He's refusing the oatmeal. Um,
3: the eggs, I think I might deshell them. I don't know if I'm going to deshell them or throw them out. Um, I, can't even, I can't even open this.
0: Yeah, he's questioning if he can somehow figure out how to deshell the egg. Obviously, this man is not hungry enough, right? If he was really starving for food, he would just, like, bite through the shell.
3: In terms of the salt, what's interesting is that I'm at Tim Hortons right now, and I was able to ask them for some salt, and look what they gave us, guys. Three salt packets, guys.
0: Score! This has got to be Canada, right? I don't think any restaurant, fast food or otherwise in America, would let this guy bring outside food from a homeless shelter and just let them park and eat it inside their establishment. No, no, no. You're going to have to buy at least a donut or something.
3: So we got three salt packets. I'm going to go ahead and salt these uh, potatoes and the eggs and um, see how it goes. The eggs, if I can even open them. I don't even know if I'll be able to open them. But Dude,
0: it's it's not that hard. You can de-shell an egg.
3: Definitely I'll be able to salt and ketchup. The potatoes.
0: By the way, he's doing that under protest. You know how he feels about tomatoes that are out of season. The oatmeal is toxic.
3: Definitely cannot have that. Uh, this will drop my health like, no, like nothing else. So yeah, uh, Fred Victor, can you guys please, add, uh, yeah, you guys forgot to add salt. Please add salt for the next time. And um shell the eggs, please. Eco-friendly containers.
0: And would it kill you to include an after-dinner mint? Seriously, we're not savages here. All right, well, there you go a homeless man sharing with us uh, his morning breakfast i guess a lot of people in the comments are asking about the uh, the, the shelling or deshelling situation why can't you take the shells off egg looks uh, good to me so he replies to every single one of these people by saying um deshelling gets my fingers dirty <laughs> i love this guy look yes high standards which is something hard to upkeep when, you know, your, your home was, but more power to them. All right, let's move on. It's been a hot minute since uh, I've been a high school student going on five years now. Oh, I'm getting so old. No, it's been uh, a little bit longer than that. Let's just say cell phones weren't an issue when uh, I was in school. I honestly don't know what the standard cell phone policy is in high school. It seems like kids are just allowed to have them with them at all times. Which seems like a pretty fuckwitted thing to do. That's a, that's a bad policy. First of all, I mean everyone is addicted to their phones. You can't even just say kids today. We're all glued to the things. And by the way, thank you for that. You always having your phone next to you, you know, helps with my numbers because you're like, oh, I'll listen to Distorted View daily. It's been, you know, the phone has been the greatest accelerant for Distorted View daily. I mean, do you think I got millions of listeners from people listening on their iPods? Or there's zooms? No, 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 no. There's a level of convenience, you know, when you always have your phone with you. But okay, did I say millions of listeners? By the way, okay, we're being generous with ourselves. Anyway, naturally, when a teacher is like, "All right, put your phone away," or takes, you know, the the phone away from a student who won't put their phone down, uh, they they freak out. Have a little temper tantrum. I rarely see teachers getting pepper sprayed, though. And that's what happens in this clip. Oh, Mace?
1: Wow.
0: Mace is crazy. So the teacher is running out of the classroom. I think he's already been sprayed. But, you know, he, he's going to get sprayed again.
2: Wow. Mace is crazy. No, nah, Mace is crazy. No, nah. <laughs> she just faced it. The- <laughs> yeah, she- no. All right.
0: It's seventh period news. With our roving reporter here. All right. No.
1: No. She just pepper sprayed me. Give me my phone. Give me my phone.
0: And he, she pepper sprays him again in the hallway. Give me my phone. He's on his knees. God, ah,
2: Yeah. Over the phone is crazy.
0: I'll give you know I'll, I'll give this teacher a lot of credit. Uh he's been pepper sprayed in his face twice and he still won't give up that fucking phone. He has got a death grip on that thing. Now the second time when he was like dropped to his knees, she tried to grab the phone from him and uh, he wouldn't give it to her. Need- this is a teacher. This is an educator.
1: I need my
3: phone. I
0: need my phone. I need- as always there's no fucking resolution even if there was a resolution it's not going to be the resolution i want what i would like to see is uh, the teacher lighting this girl's hair on fire that's tim henson justice Real quick, before we get into the news, I've got a clip here of an African pastor raising a dead man back to life. It is a miracle. Listen to those voices from heaven. (laughs) Thank you. It's beautiful. Now what we have here is a dead man in a casket and a bunch of people surrounding him as the uh, pastor speaks. Now what's interesting, I'm going to provide a link on the show notes today or maybe an animated gif because you need to see this. I don't know how gullible these people are, answer very the uh, the guy in the casket who is supposedly dead is obviously breathing, <laughs> right? You can see like his his jacket moving, you know the, the breath the from breathing in and out. So even at the start of the video, he, he, the guy's alive. Tell me, who's speaking?
2: This is I'm the brother.
1: Man of God. You are the brother. I'm the brother. And you? I'm the brother. I
2: am the landlord. You landlord. are the landlord. I'm the landlord for him. Yes. Yes, he got sick. He got sick and sick, and then he started coughing a lot on Friday. Then we took him to the hospital, and then the- It's funny, the landlord
0: seems to be taking it the hardest. Family members, not so much. They're not crying. As a matter of fact, you can see the brother looking into the casket, and he's like, "Mm, this is just my brother playing some tricks again. I know it. Landlord lady though, I don't know if she fucked him or what, but she's taking this hard. She's got tissue, She's crying. The
2: said because he's got no papers, he can They can't Jesus. help him until we send him to the surgery doctor. That is where he died. By her. See the baby? Oh, yeah. See
3: this
0: man? And uh, you, this is your brother? Yeah, this is
3: my
2: own brother. Also.
0: Right here, when the camera goes back to the casket, and I know you can't see what I what I'm seeing, but uh, go you know, go back and watch the video. <laughs> see this? His mouth is moving. You know, his mouth is wide open, like dead, <laughs> right? Like a cartoon character who died. Uh, but then, right, like it opens and closes. And, uh, see, this is your brother. Yeah, this is my brother. Jesus. <laughs> I think the crowd is cheering because they saw his mouth move on the screen. Maybe. And, uh, you, this is your brother? Yeah, this is my brother.
3: Jesus! Jesus! Jesus.
1: Yeah.
0: Jesus! So di- where did you keep the body? This clip is so confusing. So the pastor hasn't even, you know, started raising the dead yet. He's just talking to the family. The crowd's going crazy. Mardi Gras music's playing in the background for some reason. It's very upbeat. The landlord is screeching and crying, but for some reason we're celebrating. Right this body is coming from the mortuary. Yes. Is that da, 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 da. Yeah, you heard the pastor. This, this body is fresh from the mortuary. Woo. Da, da, da. My God, my God, my God. That's I believe the pastor starts speaking in tongues, either that or some African language. I don't know.
2: My God, my God, Hey,
0: Jesus. I'm going to fast forward because there's uh, several minutes of theatrics here. <laughs> He's, yes. like, he's like a magician like he's waving his hands all around.
2: He's no. commanding life. Rise up <laughs> Come on. Up. Hey. Come
0: on. Finally, hey. he sits up in his coffin.
2: Watching hey. him. Hey. hey. Jesus. Hey. Jesus.
0: Women are falling, you know, in the crowd. They're falling to their knees, bawling. Meanwhile, the guy's been breathing the entire time in the casket. He's moving around, right? He's like obviously uncomfortable in there. It's the most ridiculous fucking thing I've seen in a while. Uh, So again, I will provide a link on the show notes today to this video. It was just posted two days ago. It's a fresh video and this guy is fresh from the grave. Well, congratulations on being resurrected Uh, And with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist of the fucked up news Right now If you enjoy Distorted View daily Please consider signing up for the Sideshow, that is TV's member site Where you gain full access to the entire Archive of programs, more importantly though Every week I do brand new exclusive shows Just for paying freaks, yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive one, I know, uh Everyone got a, a best of show as well. But later in the day, I posted a sideshow exclusive episode just for my paying freaks. And then, of course, earlier in the week, we did one on Tuesday. It's a great time to sign up. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. And don't forget Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can sign up right in those apps if that's how you get your podcast. Super, super easy. Uh, The Sideshow exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the free episodes in your feed. For more information on uh, Sideshow memberships and all the different ways you can sign up and the differences and all that crap, uh, go to distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. The final way to support DV financially, this is a big one, Patreon. Patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And we have a bunch of patrons calling in today. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. But first... The news. First story I have for you. This one is a bit of an update. We talked about this, I think, earlier in the year. There was this guy in Canada who wanted to open a drugstore and not like a CVS or Walgreens. I mean, I guess it's kind of like that, but stocked with meth and ketamine, cocaine, heroin, you know, the real good stuff. I think at the time he was operating out of a van or, you know, that was his plan. Things have progressed, though. He did open a store, and I wanted to report on that. Like, that that was going to be the update. He finally opened his store. But before I could read that story, uh, there's an update. Uh, he's been arrested. Who else can't wait for the going-out-of-business sale? You know, I always wanted to try getting a hardcore drug addiction, but I've always been so damn price-conscious. Now, for once, I can afford cocaine. Cocaine at rock-bottom prices. That's how they should advertise it. That's a good line, right? I think I want to open a drugstore just so I can use that. Cocaine at rock-bottom prices. Get it? Anyway, uh, the Vancouver man who opened a store selling heroin, meth, cocaine, and MDMA was arrested less than 24 hours after launching the business. Jerry Martin opened the drugs store, a mobile shop in the downtown Eastside Wednesday, a neighborhood that's been ravaged by the overdose epidemic. I don't know if he was exactly helping. You got to go where business is good, though. I understand. He said he wanted to give people a safe supply of drugs that have been tested to ensure that they don't contain fentanyl, a noble pursuit. Sure. Vancouver police said Thursday they arrested a man for drug trafficking in connection with an illicit drug dispensary. It began operating yesterday in the downtown east side. Police said they started gathering evidence after the suspect started selling cocaine, crack, methamphetamines, and heroin out of a mobile trailer parked near Maine and Cordova Street. So this was, you know, this is this guy's original business plan. He stuck with it. I'm pretty sure in the uh, the first story we read about him, he the ultimate goal was to find a, a brick and mortar store. But for the time being, he was going to operate out of a van (laughs) or something. Uh, Quote, we support measures aimed at improving public safety for people who use drugs, including harm reduction services and decriminalization. Constable Tanya Visintin said in a press release. However, we remain committed in our position that drug trafficking will continue to be the subject of enforcement. Police said they seized two vehicles chock full of that skunky boom. Good, good spice. Disco biscuits. Tweaker goob. Stumblers Lady Bubbles And that brown sugar skag we all love Bought a good product uh, Police said they seized two vehicles Body armor and Canadian currency As part of the ongoing investigation They said Martin is banned from returning to the downtown east side As part of his bail conditions They did not specify any charges against him The store, which was parked next to a police van Probably not the best location to operate the drugstore The van had several bright yellow sandwich boards featuring a price list for all of the drugs, which range from uh, $10 for a point of meth, which that's one tenth of a gram, uh, to $250 for 2.5 grams of crack. Martin, who wore a stab-proof vest as he sold drugs from behind a plexiglass window inside of the shop, said he wanted to stay close to street prices. Yep, overhead will always kill you. Martin told Vice News this past Wednesday that his plan was to get arrested eventually. He said he wanted to launch a constitutional challenge arguing that uh, uh, prohibition has created a toxic drug supply that's killing Canadians. Martin already has a cannabis trafficking conviction. Martin said he was partially inspired to open the store by his stepbrother, Gord, who died of a drug overdose last year. Well, it sounds like everything is just going according to plan. So uh, congratulations on your drug trafficking arrest. Ta-da! Second story we have for you. Oh, this is also an update uh, to yesterday's news story on the uh, Sideshow exclusive episode. We reported on a bunch of um, pasta appearing. I guess spaghetti was dumped in the woods like tons and tons of pasta, mostly spaghetti, but also some elbow macaroni. There were a lot of questions. Uh, Was it cooked? We weren't even sure of that because it had rained, you see. (laughs) And so we don't know if it was dried pasta originally and then it rained and got all soft. Or if someone cooked all this pasta and couldn't eat it all. Like, There were just a lot of questions. Well, now we've got some answers. This story, of course, comes from New Jersey. It all started when hundreds of pounds of pasta was found by a city council candidate along the banks of the Sick Brook in a wooded part of Old Bridge. Keith Rost, who lives nearby, said there was likely about 200 pounds of alphabet noodles and spaghetti just left there with no explanation given whatsoever. Again, it was just pasta. There was no pasta sauce, no meatballs. As far as we can tell, pesto was not involved. While the pasta appeared to be wet and limp in pictures, it wasn't like that when it was dumped there. The pasta was raw, but then the heavy rains over the weekend came, making the mounds look like they had been cooked before being dumped in the Middlesex County town. Well, apparently, neighbors said the noodles came from a nearby home that uh, was up for sale. A military vet moving out of his mom's home after her death seemingly found a stockpile of old food that she kept in the house. Quote, I mean, I really feel like he was just trying to clear out his parents' house and they were probably stocked up from COVID. When will people stop blaming the coronavirus for everything? Let's just move on with our lives. All right, that's according to neighbor uh, Keith Rost. He also said, it's a generational thing. My grandparents always had a cupboard full of cans and pasta, you know, just to be safe. The pictures went viral with captions saying things like the lead suspect is a man by the name of Al Dente. Get it? Or don't forget his partner in crime, Linguini. (laughs) Linguini. Others wondered, (laughs) so stupid. Others wondered if whoever did dump the food will be sent to the penne Although people online had a good laugh, people in the neighborhood are not pleased. They're not amused in the least. Quote, I just moved in right next door, so that would have been a big mess to start cleaning all the flies in the house and maggots. Fortunately, the township's public works department cleaned up the mess and hauled it away, leaving just a handful of noodles lying around. The mayor of the town even said, look, uh, this case is closed now. We've got to the bottom of it. No harm, no foul. I love that the mayor had to comment, you know, this was a big story for that small little town. Someone like an artist should make some sort of commemorative, like giant mound of spaghetti sculpture. It could be a real tourism draw and they could have like, you know, spaghetti days or a spaghetti festival or something. I mean, come on. Your town is now on the map. You got to capitalize on this. Oh, I should be the mayor over there. All right. uh, Final story we have for you. More bad behavior in the airport. And yes, it was Spirit Airlines. Shocking video has captured a pregnant passenger violently attacking a Spirit Airlines employee after she was told she couldn't board the plane due to her aggressive behavior. The footage shows Q. Marie Scott, a 29-year-old from Philadelphia who is six months pregnant, (laughs) tackling Spirit Airlines employee Jasmine Roden at a boarding gate at the Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta airport. Well, this all went down on April 30th, and during the brawl, Scott, who can be seen in the footage wearing a gray sweatshirt, appears to slam Rodin into a barrier. The two fall to the ground and begin to tussle. I mean, I have the video here. I don't think you're going to get uh, a lot out of it. Just a lot of... stop, stop! Stop! Just a lot of that.
2: What's up, bitch? I, what's up? I
0: heard a what's up, bitch. That's what's up. Mass hysteria, as always. Uh, stunned passengers look on as others frantically yell at the woman to stop. Eventually, four onlookers are able to pull away Scott, who had climbed on top of the employee, while the video, which was originally shared to Twitter, claims that both were added to the no-fly list. Well, one of them is an employee. Only Scott was, as Rodin works for the airline. Apparently, the fierce exchange transpired after Scott went up to the gate to ask what was going on with her upcoming flight. Then she began to threaten one of the gate agents who promptly called 911. I also heard the pregnant woman was drunk. Like, she definitely had strong alcohol uh, smells on her breath, which totally tracks. I mean, this is a a very pregnant woman having no problem throwing another bitch and herself onto the ground. The safety of her baby is... Not even crossing this bitch's mind. All right. Scott allegedly uh, then began to threaten one of the gate agents who promptly called 911. Quote, Roden stated that the passenger made a statement to other passengers that she will beat her up if she doesn't get on the plane. I'm sorry. I misquoted that because they didn't spell out the word. Uh, she said she will beat a bitch up. I will beat a bitch up if I don't get on this plane. And you know what? She followed through. She is a woman of her word. <laughs> At that moment, Ms. Roden explained that she was going to deny her boarding to this flight due to her statement and actions at the gate area. That was the wrong move. As the gate agent closed the gate, Scott began swinging her arms and hitting Ms. Roden on the left side of her face. Scott then began to pull Roden's hair and pushed her into a barrier. You heard that. (laughs) Causing them to fall to the ground. Ms. Roden stated that the female fell on top of her and it took four other passengers to get Miss Q Scott off of her. Oh yeah, later on, Rodin told police that she clearly smelled alcohol on Scott, who also claimed to be pregnant both during the attack and to police during her arrest. As Scott is surrounded by officers, she yelled, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, before officers placed her in handcuffs. Scott then says, I didn't do nothing to nobody. (laughs) Lady, everyone has a camera. You don't think the first thing that happens Is people whip them out and start recording I didn't do nothing to nobody You really just got me booked It's cool, I'm going to remember your face In my head forever Mm, Threatening Scott was arrested and booked into the Clayton County Jail On a $1,500 bond She won't be flying anywhere for a while At least on spirit Oh, uh, Apparently uh, on her way to the police precinct Scott told officers That she was six months pregnant So she's well on her way to having a special needs kid. Awesome. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I'd love to hear from you freaks And there are many ways to contact the show Show at distortedview.com I'm all over social media At distortedview on Twitter and Instagram Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow Yada 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 You know all the ways to contact me Of course we've got that discord Where all the freaks are hanging out Lately there's been some drama over there If you listened to Wednesday's episode You heard all about that So I've got a bunch of voicemails now Probably about that So I'm going to blow through all of these uh, Patreon calls here Let's see how many of them are about the Discord.
1: Hey, Timmy Boo. It's uh, Squirties' birthday. Um, (laughs) I don't know when he'll hear this, but I wanted to congratulate Edgelord
0: Trash on getting married. Edgelord Trash? Congratulations, my friend. So, congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Edgelord Trash. I didn't even know you were engaged. Bye, you guys. Bye. The lovely trash couple. (laughs) Yo, Timmy Boo. Uh, Twink Toilet here. Um... Two things. One, I sort of fucking God, if you spoil anything about goddamn Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> I will kill you. Zelda dies at the end. No, (laughs) I don't know. I love you, but I will kill you. No, I don't know anything about it. I'm trying to stay away from spoilers as well, but I mean, you're probably doing a way better job because, you know, I have no self-control and I've been watching people play. (laughs) I don't know how I'm avoiding spoilers when I watch people play the goddamn game. Yeah, it leaked and, you know, I just, oh, I want to talk about it so much, but I'm going to refrain. I have
1: explicitly been avoiding anything on the internet about it because of the leaks. And I know you said you weren't going to, but I swear to God, I you know. Do, I, look, you, I'm,
0: I'm a responsible podcaster. There, there's very few of those out there.
1: I live in your state, bitch. I know where you live, Cincinnati.
0: I'll find you. Damn it. Um, I've said too much, and I will. I will throw bees at you. Yeah, <laughs> you heard that right. I will throw bees <laughs> at you. Oh,
2: uh, bees! Also,
0: <laughs> this uh, Discord voicemail war thing is very entertaining, and I'm enjoying it. So. Uh, we need more. We need more drama. Oh. We need more things to happen. Yeah, you like it when uh, people stir some shit up over there? <laughs> hey, Jimmy
1: Boo, guess who? So I just heard that guy call in to the voicemail complaining
0: that... Hey, it's VSP! longtime listener. A uh, very infrequent caller anymore. Virgin Sexpack. None of the old freaks are in the Discord or whatever. And he's
1: right. At least I'm not there very frequently. But some of us are still listeners so you know uh i don't know thumbs up for being an old guard i don't know who pissed off who or whatever i mean shit i've always been a soft-hearted liberal cuck or whatever the fuck you want to call me but you know (laughs) i agree people should be able to take a fucking joke so whoever that was that called in um suck it up i don't know <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know. even know what I'm saying, man. It's, I don't either. It's been a while.
0: <laughs> I love you, Timmy. You, you, some of the old guard, really are here. Uh, well, that's great to know. Longtime listeners of the show, checking in. Hey, Timmy Blue. Uh, just said I'd call uh, because I came. I became a patre- uh, Patreon again. Yes, um,
1: I, I only called you a couple times. Woo. You probably don't remember Thank me you. that much. Um, I just wanted to call you to say Happy May Fourth. May the Fourth be with you.
0: And also with you, um, peace yeah, be with you. Uh, Isn't that what the Catholic Church thing, the thing is? Peace be with you, and also with you, or something like that. I don't
1: know. Hey, Timmy Boo, it's Ellie. I wanted to leave an official apology on the voicemail. I've already put one on the Discord in the general. But yes. Um, When little baby faggot called in yesterday And said that I misgendered somebody I fully understood what I did After he said (laughs) And
0: i do it again
1: See, I was so drunk I thought that they were mad at me For calling someone hun or sweetie And I was literally snapping I was like we used to pop into the Discord and be like, "Hey, faggot, what up, queer?" You know, just right. old references to little bits or whatever. That's
0: how you still greet me in the voicemail segment. And
1: and I was just like, "Wait, I can't call somebody Hun or Sweetie anymore in this in this Discord." And so I snapped. Oh. But if I was misgendering somebody, <laughs> a I didn't know I was doing it, and b I'm very sorry. I must have been so fucking drunk.
0: Well, now you're sounding like a liberal faggot.
1: (laughs) But I was beyond even being able to understand what people were saying. Oh, okay. So I've left apologies with a couple of different people and on the Discord, and I'd like to leave an apology here as well. This was 100% my fault. I'm sorry. Everyone, please forgive me. I am a total jackass. I've kind of been an asshole for a very long time. Um
0: that being said, y'all need to toughen up though. And and
1: again, uh, again, my name's Ellie. I'm not trying to misgender anybody. I mean, Tim always calls me he and you don't have to stop, babe. You you've been doing
0: that since I was 16. So... Oh, I'm so I didn't worry about that. But, but I'm so sorry. I did I honestly didn't I didn't yeah, even I... I don't even think I knew your name was Ellie.
1: I'm sorry. This is 100%
0: 100% my fault.
1: And I am really, really sorry. Everyone Look, in the Discord... Now,
0: I'm more confused than ever, by the way, Freaks. Discord is fantastic. But, you know, if this puts an end to whatever drama's going on in the Discord, awesome. You guys should
1: go there. You guys should check it out. They're very nice
0: people. Try
1: not to be an asshole like me. Okay. All well, right, bye,
0: guys. You can be an asshole sometimes, because, again, you know, it stirs up a little drama. That's good for business here on TV, you know? For me personally... It, you know, it benefits me when you guys are dicks. No, uh, everyone is nice over there in the Discord. All right, I think we got that all taken care of. Whew, what a way to end the week. All right, that's all the time we have on this edition of the show. want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666- 4463. That's 206 660 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God.
2: You know, when I was a kid and got a hold of a nickel,
0: I thought I was rich. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five star rating a thumbs up or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts guys thank you so much for a great week of programs god willing i will be back on monday to do it all over again until then have a great day bye everybody
2: It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at Scrob.net.